This is going to be the summer of love, but it's going to be the summer of reviewing what we love and who we love and how we love. Because come late July, Venus is going to station retrograde and we're going to have a period of time where we're going to be reviewing our values and how we center our values, especially as it pertains to our relationships, to who we love, how we love, and how we can center the things that help our love flourish. We're going to get down to the heart of the matter, and it's going to be tender. There's going to be some things that feel uncomfortable. We're going to have to work through some of our intimacy issues. And that all starts this Monday. In this podcast, we look at the astrology of the upcoming week and how it will be landing for all of us collectively. For a more personalized reading that dives into the ways that this week's astrology will play out for you, download the Chani app for iPhone. Hello and welcome. This is the Astrology of the Week Ahead podcast. I'm your host, Chani Nicholas, and this episode is talking about the week of June 5th, but the week of June 5th has Venus entering into Leo, and then Venus is going to stay there for four months. Venus will be in Leo until October 8th because it's going to be retrograde for such a big chunk of the summer in the Northern Hemisphere, the winter in the Southern Hemisphere. So let's get into it. What does this mean for us? Well, first of all, Venus in Leo is quite dramatic. So we know that the things that we're going to learn about love and relationship are going to be flashy. They're going to be loud. They're going to be in our face. They're going to be cinematic, possibly. Venus in Leo is going to put on a show and it's going to get attention. Now, when heartbreak or challenging relationship material gets our attention or is that dramatic, that can be a little tough. And this week in particular is not going to tell us everything about the upcoming Venus retrograde, but it is not simple because immediately as Venus, planet of love, relationship, beauty, pleasure, art, everything wonderful, as soon as it moves into the dramatic sign of Leo, again, getting our attention, like saying like, hey, I'm here, I'm going to put on a show it makes an opposition with Pluto. And Pluto is a planet that strips everything down and takes us to the core of something. And because Venus is about love and relationship, there's some kind of relationship issue that we're going to get to the root of or to the core of. Now, this is not a long-standing transit. This is really just a day. But, you know, it's like on with the show, but the show is really intense. (laughs) So... We go from Venus making an opposition to Pluto on Monday right into Venus squaring the nodes. The nodes are where eclipses happen. And when a planet comes in between them, it feels like there is 
something we are grappling with. There's something we're letting go of or needing to unravel from. And there might be something that we're also hungering for. And we're kind of in between those two things. Some astrologers or astrologies think of this moment or this position as a skipped step. So there might be something here that we want to really pay attention to in terms of our relationships and our relationship dynamics and making sure we're not skipping a step in them. You know, when things get uncomfortable, I don't like to deal with conflict in relationship. I don't know about you. Maybe you're great at it. And if you are, you know, please walk us through this one, move us through this one, show us the way through this one. Because I think dealing with conflict in relationships is probably one of the greatest skills we can all develop. So this week definitely invites us to do that because that Venus Pluto on Monday is most likely going to unearth some kind of power dynamic. And those are, again, important to make conscious, not comfortable to be in. Some people are comfortable in them, but it's about understanding the patterns that happen on a subterranean level. And then as in our relationships, and then as Venus goes to square the nodes on Thursday, there's again, an, a relationship issue that is dramatic and loud and obvious and maybe even like captivating in a way. And so this week, just paying attention to what are the relationship issues that are coming up? What are the things we don't want to deal with? What are the things we usually try to like brush past? And how can we be in a type of meditation around that? Like, okay, this is something I want to brush past. I'm not going to let myself. I'm going to breathe through it. I'm going to figure out how to move through it. And also, I don't need to know the answers. I don't have to solve any relationship issues right now. Just like, let's not be extreme in any way, shape or form this week in terms of like figuring it out, but rather observing it. And I say the word extreme because this is all happening in fixed signs. So we want to make sure that we're like leaving room for the nuances of relationships and being humans in relationship to one another. Okay, so big relationship stuff this week. And it's just an introduction into a four-month journey, a four-month show, a four-month play, if you will. It's a very opening act of it. So we're just setting the stage here. So big thing to pay attention to is wherever Leo is in your chart, that is the part of your chart and therefore your life that's going to be really worked over with this Venus. You're going to think about your relationship to that area of your life, your relationship to the people that connect to that area of your life. If that doesn't make sense to you, what I'm saying doesn't make sense to you, I go through it in great detail in your reading for the week in the Chani app. So if you're a subscriber to the app, go and listen to your reading. It will... I hope start to illuminate things and definitely pay attention to the journal prompts that are also in the app in the weekly section of the app this week, because those journal prompts are going to start to help you weave the story together over the next four months. Because again, what starts to take place now is just the beginning. So you want to kind of look back to your journal prompts that uh, you're writing now in a couple of months from now. 
The other thing you want to think about is that back in 2015, we had a Venus retrograde in Leo. So it might not come up for you this week, but there's something that is being echoed between this time, again, June to September, and that time, really like the same period of time. So that like halfway part of the year back in 2015. So if you can just kind of keep 2015 kind of in your mind and think about what was I doing back in like July of 2015? Does it relate to this moment? And again, listening to your reading or even reading your Venus and Leo horoscope on the Chani app or on Chani.com will start to help you hone in on what this Venus retrograde might be for you. Again, we're not in the Venus retrograde technically until later July, but we're moving there and we're hanging out in that same region for the next four months. So here we are, we're gathering data and we're seeing how things go. Okay, on Friday, we've got a really nice Mercury sextiling Neptune. It's really good for dreaming up new ideas and having conversations that feel like they're very connective and helping you to escape the confines of reality, we might say. Sunday is the big day, the other big day of the week. So we've got Monday, we've got Thursday, Friday's like tiny astrology. Sunday, <laughs> wee hours of the morning, Sunday, Pacific time at least, Pluto moves back in to Capricorn. And it's going to be there until January. So now we've moved back into something that we were doing a couple months ago. Pluto was in Capricorn and changed signs back in March. So going back to something we left, like we put in the back burner back in March. Now, in worldly events, Pluto moving back into Capricorn and Pluto moving from Capricorn to Aquarius this year and also next year is very much about like the old systems and structures that we're living within that are archaic and massively outdated and also like trying to grasp at everything as hopefully they crumble. Uh, it's we're back to that, right? So the last time that Pluto entered into Capricorn was 2008. And that is when we had that big banking crisis. And as Pluto left Capricorn in March, we had another big banking crisis that was definitely connected to 2008. And you saw the the numbers 2008 on every newspaper in every article about banking and the failed banking systems. And it's not like that went away. This, the themes are still going. But now that Pluto is moving back into Capricorn, there's just it's more financial turmoil and things that are failing, structures that are failing, structures that are set up for very, very, very few tiny 1% of people to win at and the rest of us to lose at. So I expect a lot more of those articles, those situations, those headlines to be popping up now that Pluto's back in Capricorn. The United States is also finishing up its Pluto return. This is not the end of it, but we're at the end before the end of it. And so the focus on the economic systems here are also huge. The focus on the 
political systems, all the structures we live within, those will also be emphasized in this second to last Pluto moving back into Capricorn. It'll happen again one more time in 2024. So again, we're not over, but we're tethering between like the old systems or the the systems that have been for a very long time going through this transformation. And then as Pluto moved into Aquarius, it was like, oh, the last time Pluto was in Aquarius was the French Revolution and the American Revolution. And so look at what happened in France. Look at what's happening in France. I mean, it's wild. And the headlines were also talking about the French Revolution. And that was the last time Pluto was in Aquarius. And as soon as it went in, those were the headlines again. I mean, the the protests were happening before Pluto went into Aquarius. But just, you know, it's like all this, this these themes that are being circulated again, right? We've been here before slightly different, but the same themes. Pluto in Aquarius these past couple months is about the people and collectively what we're going to do. Also, I would say about technology, because part of the last time that Pluto is in Aquarius was about the Industrial Revolution and all of this really wild, terrifying stuff is coming out about AI, who built it, who's warning against it. So, now that Pluto's back in Capricorn, we're going to be finishing something up collectively. Also, personally, the part of your chart that contains Capricorn is going to have another round of visit from Pluto, which is, again, about transformation and getting down to the nitty gritty of something. Okay, so that's occurring. That feels very much on the world stage. You might feel it, though, especially if you have something at late degrees of Capricorn, Cancer, Libra, or Aries, like 29 degrees of especially, you'll feel this next little wave of Pluto and Capricorn. And also on Sunday, this is again, early morning in the middle of the night, you might not feel it. Mercury makes a trine to Pluto. So it might give us some interesting dreams, some themes about kind of going back and reclaiming some part of our power or might give you some really intense conversations in uh, at a party on Saturday night into Sunday morning. And then Mercury moves in to Gemini, which on one hand is lovely because Mercury loves to be in Gemini. This is still Sunday we're talking about. And on the other hand, it's going to square Saturn and Neptune. So it's not a kind of like freewheeling good time Mercury in Gemini, but it's really good, again, for conversing, gathering data, trying to air something out, right? So like talking a lot and trading info. So conversations are going to be a lot more furious, probably for the next couple of weeks. And the last thing I want to talk about is, again, Sunday, Sunday's a very active day, is Venus makes a square to Jupiter. And this is nice for a Sunday. It's, it's like, relax in a big way, have like extreme pleasure, like, go for it. It's lovely. It's again, could be dramatic. It's a great day to like go to the movies, go to a show, go enjoy yourself in any way, shape or form. Venus rules gardens and bedrooms. So spend as much time as you can in either or both of those. All right, chill. That is the reading for the week. Um, We're going to talk about Venus retrograde a lot over the next four months. I get so much of this transit 
I might go kicking and screaming. You might too. But they're transits that help us, again, get to the heart of the matter. They really do help us to peel back the onion layers of our relationship stuff. And we'll go slow. There's no rushing here. Just, you know, take note of what comes up this week that seems thematically aligned with all of that. Thank you all so much for taking the time out of your very busy days to write us reviews in the App Store. It really helps us and fills us with a lot of joy to read them. This one is called Thank You by Kay Quit. I wanted to read it to you. As I anchor myself into trusting the stars, this app has tethered me into believing in the path that is right for me. Everything about this app is accessible and resourceful gentle guidance throughout, and encouraging and growth-minded language. Thank you to the entire team for helping me deepen my relationship with myself so I can deepen my relationships with my communities. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I am sending you so much love, many, many, many blessings. I will see you back here next week to talk about the very weird new moon in Gemini. More soon. Bye for now.